1: What's up everybody, welcome to episode 33 of The Opening Line. We are here, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Are you ready for some football? Because it is time to go. Let's go. We one in the right down the line.
2: T- pass comes into Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on
1: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We are back yet another beautiful week of the opening line we just had an opening weekend of the NCAA college football season. Obviously, we don't really count week zero, Miami versus Florida. But that was a winning weekend for both your boys here on the opening line. And we did our winning with My Bookie. Let's talk about My Bookie here for a second. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you'd take the money. So, why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Honestly, I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. MyBookie is absolutely the best. Do the smart thing if you're going to bet this football season and bet with MyBookie. All you have to do is join now at MyBookie.ag. MyBookie will double your first deposit using promo code OPENING this will activate the offer. Again, use the promo code opening at mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookie. We had a very jam-packed weekend. Witts not coming out on the big winning end. We can, we'll can we get into that in a little bit. He did take the one that mattered most to him, and that was the Oregon-Auburn matchup. But again, we'll get back into that in a second. But we've got the NFL coming up this week. We are super excited. Week one of the NFL season. Week one of Roz's job now. I mean, I am a working man, part of the working class. I'm going to have to miss my Packers game. So make sure none of you guys are DMing or tweeting me during the game. I'm going to be recording that live um, so I can watch it after work. Wits, how you doing today? Uh, probably better than your
0: weekend slate. Yeah, a little bit. Thank God he let me talk again. I thought I was going to go a whole show again without saying a word. Um, I want to hear my voice, not yours. Kidding. Yeah, I mean, all you do is freaking talk all day, but yeah, Roz, like you mentioned, not the best week one, real week one of college football for Wits. We did take home the big game um, with that Bo Nix touchdown at the end of the Auburn game, but... Dropped my next four games. That puts me at three and four on the year right now, but we're going to come back strong this week. I've digested week one and all the teams. Um, a lot of teams let me down, Roz. Familiar foes, USC, BYU, um, teams that I bet on a lot last year. Never really pulled through, and uh, I decided to jump back on the bandwagon again, and I fell flat on my face. But well, let's talk about
1: it let's talk a little bit about it because not only did you fall back back flat on your face you are now trailing me since we started our $1,000 bankroll and we've been doing it by units you wanted to play it safe last weekend not putting a lot of bank or not putting a lot of units on games your boy over here though put two units on that Bama Crimson Tide we're gonna get into this but which which of these games that you lost was most heartbreaking and I We'll talk about USC because it's really, really is heartbreaking that JT Daniels is going to be out for the rest of the year, which will lead to my Stanford pick later in the show, but USC was a tough one, Army hurt, BYU not so great, and uh, Texas went against you, but which one of them hurt you the most?
0: Oh, it was by far the BYU game. Um, the Cougars, I thought, definitely outplayed Utah in that first half, um, you know they were driving in a, in a tie game to go up a touchdown, and you know guy throws a pick six, stumbling out of the tackle box. It was it was a horrible play. Um, throws another pick six late in the game, and you know it seemed like they dominated the first half, and they just couldn't get it done. Lost thirty to twelve, and I thought they out they actually outplayed Utah in that game. So that was my most disappointing, especially for BYU at home. That was a huge game for them, and they they definitely had every opportunity to be in that game, and they just. They couldn't put it together, so that was a disappointing loss for me. I mean, the other ones, not really even that close. I mean, USC, Louisiana Tech didn't really show up uh, in Army. I mean, that, that was a pretty close game. So, you know, taking them as a three-touchdown favorite, I'd almost rather lose, uh, you know, by 20 points of the spread than by, by half a point. So not a very good slate for me. And, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, you did put two units on Bama and needed a Fourth, late fourth quarter touchdown to cover, so congratulations to you on that. But covers uh, are
1: going to be a cover, Witz, and uh, it was great because I parlayed Georgia and Bama, and honestly, was it was sweet, pure happiness. And I didn't tell you guys to bet Washington minus twenty two, but that was a sexy one as well as Wisconsin. I really didn't go so much with my picks. I promise you, I will never do that again. But I you, was didn't, a big w- you
0: didn't tell them about Notre Dame either, so we'll leave that uh, we'll leave that off the show too. Luckily.
1: Luckily didn't pull the trigger on Notre Dame, but we're good. I would have pushed if I decided to take that game. But honestly to me, where it gets a little risky when you take these big ones is when the backups come in. And Bama, slow start, usually would have put up fifty points in the first half before pulling Tua. But they got they got Uh, they got held up a little bit, in my opinion. And a little bit of rust coming off of that Bama team. You would expect more after losing the national championship. But again, it is what it is. They covered Georgia, held on to cover both awesome games. Oklahoma and, um, and Army, honestly brutal for me. Oklahoma, one of those teams, again, that was up so much. Jalen Hurts put on the Heisman performance of the year. Six total touchdowns over hundred or 500 all-purpose yards just for the man alone. Should have been able to cover. But again, Oklahoma defense and them settling down in the second half caused me to lose that one. Army just didn't even come to play. They're going to get Michigan this week. I don't think they're going to get stomped by the spread, it says. But I don't believe Army is going to be a winner here. Now let's do it. I'm going to be fair to you because I out... Performed you this week. I will let you open the Auburn-Oregon discussion because I think there
0: needs to be a discussion here. Yeah, man, this was a a fantastic game. Um, And I feel like I'm always on the other side of these games, but I felt betting on Auburn. And, you know, I did say on the show last week they were going to kick Oregon's ass. They didn't do that, but they did come out with a win in the cover. So you take what you can get. Um, But for me, betting on Auburn this game... You know, I had the sense that Oregon was just not putting the Tigers away. Even after outplaying them in the first half, they just kind of let them sit around. I feel like I'm always on the other side of that, you know, like betting on a team like Oregon, who's outplaying the other team, but only up by a possession at half. And Auburn, they kept hanging around. Bo Nix, true freshman quarterback. What a great story. Uh, They played a hell of a fourth quarter, and he comes up with a big touchdown pass with nine seconds left And what was... One of the more exciting, I think probably the most exciting moment of the weekend, uh, probably in all of college football. This was the marquee game in week one. And Oregon goes home as the only top 25 team that uh, lost this weekend. So where do we go from here? Jake Herbert, I thought, played pretty well. Could have played better in the second half. But that first drive, Oregon calling a timeout before the first play of the game. I thought it was going to be a rough one for the Ducks. But, you know, they came out storming in the first quarter. But, Roz, I think you got, I think you got to agree with me here. They didn't put away the Tigers. And as bad as that defense looked, Auburn really showed up when it counted. They made a couple big plays, and they ended up winning and covering. So, you know what? That's what happens when you let good teams hang around. They eventually bite you at the end. Completely agree.
1: Let me just start with the letting them hang around. Should they have covered? Absolutely not. Not in three trillion years. Them getting the win? Totally makes sense. Oregon shut down in the second half. Justin Herbert threw for one touchdown. It was a horribly, horribly disgusting finish for this Oregon Ducks team that needed to put the Pac-12 on the map and didn't. I don't think there's enough in the Pac-12 to make them even viable for a playoff spot this year. Um, here's, what I'm, here's why they didn't deserve to cover. They deserved the win. They didn't deserve to cover. We had an Oregon chip shot field goal miss within, 20, or within 30 yards, not to mention at the end of the game there. We love Bo Nix and we love the theatrics of a game like that. But there was no need for them to throw that touchdown. An easy field goal to put this game away would have kept the cover, would have given Auburn the win. You could have walked off in the sunset at least knowing you picked the game right. But it is unfair to me that I am 3-4 this year with a minus .4 unit because of the way that game unfolded in the special teams and the non-special teams game. So it's unfortunate. Is what it is. I really hyped up Oregon. Oregon. Again, up 24-6 going into, or 21-6 going into the fourth quarter. This game should never have been a game. They should have continued to pile on and walked out of there, out of AT&T Stadium champions of that game. But they did not. So that's where we are. Updated stats. Wits is at a negative 1.4 units. I'm at a negative 0.4 units. But we've got a new week ahead of us. Very exciting. Me and Wits are going to be on opposite side of the coins, again, coming to the big games. So Wits, we'll let, let, let you kick it off, because I talked so much at the beginning of the show. Give us your first pick. We'll do the snake draft, although more will just go back and forth. Not a snake draft, but give us your first pick
0: for this weekend. I already see one that I just gave a bunch of shit to. <laughs> you did see one. Uh, I'm going right back to the well this week. They opened as a three-touchdown favorite. Now they will be on the road as a three-touchdown dog. I am taking the Army Black Knights plus 23. You need to take Army in this football game because there is no way that Michigan has the firepower to compete and win this game by more than 23 points. Army is on a 10-game straight-up win streak. They know how to control the clock. They have perfected the triple option. And although they're not a better team than Michigan, there is no way they lose this game by 23-plus points. So as bad as Army looked last week, they will come ready to play and will lose by less than 23. That is my first pick. Lock it up. We're going back-to-back back with Army 1-0 for I- this.
1: I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Army for not covering. But I think that's the right pick, honestly. Because Michigan didn't cover last week either. Michigan didn't look all that great. And Army, honestly, just their style of play doesn't allow for a team to beat them by three touchdowns. I mean, they're going to run the ball the entire time. And they're going to milk that clock. Honestly, I can see Michigan winning this game. Although, you got me, you got me leaning. If you had to put money on a big-ass money line army might be the team i could see it i could see a little bit of an upset there that is not my pick though in order for me to get my pick i had to go to the ringers and that is vegassportsadvisors.com it's where you go when you want winners and you need the most information vegassportsadvisors.com has a dozen pros posting their picks it's not a betting site just information i want as much info as possible for i bet honestly every single week that is the goal to have as much information as possible Going into each and every game. You got to check it out. Use my promo code opening line and you'll get a week free. So why wouldn't you? Free week of free advertising here. Week one of the NFL season. Week two of the college football season. Go to VegasSportsAdvisors.com. Use promo code opening line. Any further talk or picks or gambling you need to go here. SportsVegasSportsAdvisors.com. My pick this week is another ACC team. I'm going UNC, who shocked the world and beat South Carolina. I don't know if it's really shocking the world. It was a rivalry game, so anything could happen. But I'm taking UNC at home, plus four and a half, home dogs against the Miami Hurricanes. Hurricanes who we saw perform really kind of atrociously against the Florida Gators, especially down the stretch. I think this is going to be a close game as is, and I think that home field advantage is going to be a loud crowd, especially after the win last week. I think UNC and the Tar Heels come in there and win it big at home. I think it's going to be close until the end. I'm going to call for a 12 to 10 point finish in terms of UNC winning by that margin. Sure that? That's what I like. What? 12 to 10, 12 to 10 points? Are you sure? I'm going to, I'm sure. They they're giving me a gift by making them plus four and a half. Love the underdogs. They don't even need that. They're going to win by 10 to 12 points.
0: <laughs> okay, I I could buy that. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving you my first two-unit play of the year, everybody. Wow, welcome to
1: the party, by the way. Yeah. You put some britches on.
0: Mr. Mr. Big Shot, we'll see who's down 30 units at the end of the year. But Wits is taking University of Central Florida minus 10 points on the road against none other than Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic team. Um, UCF is the superior team in this one. Brandon Winbush is going to tear up Florida Atlantic all up and down the field. Ten points is not enough. UCF will win this game by three touchdowns. Um, So, yeah, two-unit play. That's all I have to say about it. They're just going to kick some ass. They're a much better team, and this ten points is an atrocious line. So I'm hopping all over it. Two units. Mark it down. UCF minus ten. Go on, Roz. Give me your –
1: Honestly – when they're talking about the big dogs of the opening line, when it goes down to the Hall of Fame with the opening line, and that'll include some guests we've had. It might include both hosts, both hosts, but I for sure will be going in first as I'm doubling down this week and have two unit games twice. I'll give you the first one here with Stanford plus two and a half on the road at USC. There is no quarterback on the other side of the ball. Stanford played in a pretty ridiculous game against Northwestern and might be one of the worst beats of all time if you took Northwestern plus six But they're gonna learn from that. That was a Dust off the old cobwebs game for them. They're gonna come in to USC LA Memorial Stadium and put the whacking on the USC Trojans, whose season to me is only going to go further and further downhill without their starting starting quarterback. Put it on the line, two units, Stanford plus two and a half. Join me and the cards.
0: Wow. Really like to stretch those lines over there, boss. But I'll give you the, give you the two and a half, even though Sportsbook is showing plus one right now. But regardless, I think USC might just screw around and win this game. Uh, For fun, after losing their starting quarterback for the year. Not one of my picks, but Roz, I know that we've got two key matchups that we're squaring off, and we are on opposite sides this week. These are monstrous games. Let's start off at the top. Texas versus LSU. I'm going with the home team in this one. I want Texas plus five and a half. I bet against them last week. Sam Ellinger and the Longhorns, they proved me wrong, put up a big score on Louisiana Tech. And LSU, they looked all the part of a top-ten team in the country, but they were playing a team um, from Little House on the Prairie. So they haven't seen a team like Texas yet. So Texas, give me the plus 5.5. This is a dark horse team to make the playoff this year. And LSU will do what they usually do and go 9-3, and three, losing probably a few of their key matchups they need to win. This is one of those games. And they're not going to do it, but I'll take the points as well. Give me Texas plus five and a half.
1: Wow. You really feel bad for losing that bet last week.
0: Which one? I lost four of them. You did,
1: but you bet against Texas. I think this is a cop out here because you're completely wrong. LSU to me is always a team I'm a little bit worried about in terms of scoring, although enough cocktails in me this past Saturday forced my hand as I put a late bet in on the LSU Tigers. And I'm going to do it again. LSU minus five and a half here. I'm totally on board. I know they're not the home team, and I know they have to travel and put in a nice unit on LSU. I think Sam Ellinger is about to run into a defense. He won't see the rest of his career. And I'm talking about at the pro level, too, since I don't think he's going to be making it there. Give me LSU minus five and a half. Easy pickings. Okay. uh Logic. Roz Logic. Roz LSU. Logic. Hey, who's who's doing better so
0: far this year? We can only go off of numbers. I I would argue that I'm a, I'm a half game back in the playoff standings cuz you did bet one more unit, you're up a unit. So, I think give me an opportunity to bet that unit then we can see what the real standings are, but you know, you, you keep that tra- confidence, man. You got to yeah. show the love. Be we have We got a bankroll here, we're trying to stick to it. Um anyways, second big matchup of the week. We've got Clemson Facing off versus Texas A&M. The Aggies are traveling to Clemson. um, 17 is the line here. Give me Clemson all the way. Trevor Lawrence was atrocious in game one. He is going to step up. Plays big in the biggest moments. I think you want to look at one game. Look at the national championship last year because he absolutely destroyed Alabama. This is a huge matchup for the Tigers early in the year. And Texas A&M, after their big week one win, pat him on the back for that. Um, they're not even going to sniff victory in this game. Clemson wins this game by 30 points. I'm not even worried about the 17. Give me Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne might run for 300 yards again. I don't know.
1: Here's my take. This is a very tough game for me. But Clemson, Texas A&M, I, it took me a while to figure this out. But if you have look back to last year's schedule, Clemson – had a point margin of 23 or greater in all victories against all their teams except for one opponent. And that opponent was Texas A&M. Texas A&M, to me, has the best offense they're going to see. He's going to be the best team they play all year until, of course, the playoffs and the Natty Championship where ultimately they'll play Alabama again, in my opinion. So for me, if there was ever a game to see a little bit of a falter, and I know Trevor Lawrence didn't play well last week, but I think the entire team might stumble a little bit. I'm taking the Aggies plus 17, and I'm not as confident as I should be. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick this out. And just when I when I see that game come to an end, and Texas A&M is our uh, our winner in this one, especially covering the spread, it'll be a great phone call to Wits, That's for
0: sure. We'll see about that. Let's round out the picks, Roz. I got one final one for you. I'm taking the Ohio Bobcats. Plus five and a half. Um, they're playing against Pittsburgh this week, so we've got a little uh, FBS, FCS, MAC matchup here. I might talk about MAC's not FCS, but they might as well be because that's what a lot of people treat them. Like so, give me the plus five and a half. Pittsburgh is an atrocious team. I like the Bobcats plus five and a half. And after all these big names and big matchups, sometimes you got to look down the board a little more value. Plus five and a half is the play here. Ohio. I think I just rattled off my first five in a week, so it's going to be... You were
1: confident last week. You were confident the week before, but it's okay, because I know a man who's confident, and I'm not skipping my last pick, but I always give my nod and my shout-out to Aaron Rodgers, a man who once played for the Cal Bears. Since then, they have not been a very successful team, and that successfulness will continue to falter as they face the Washington Huskies this week. I'm taking the Huskies, minus 14. Put two units on the board because your boy is wearing his britches and he's bigger and badder than Big Wits over there on the other end of this microphone. Give me Washington, minus 14, two units. That's NCAA football for this week. Follow us. Bet with us. Obviously, you know our sponsors. Go check them out. They'll be able to help you out with your picks or they'll double your deposit on the picks. Obviously, check them out. Let us know if you're betting with us, betting against us. We love it. Give me the heat. Give me the love. Whatever you need to do. Which week one is here. And not only is it just week one, it is rivalry week And two occasions. We've got the Bears versus the Packers on Thursday night. The Packers can come out, win this game by 38 points. Aaron Rodgers, five touchdowns. And the important part about those five touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers is that is going to help lead me to beat you in week one of fantasy football. Wits versus Roz. Packers versus Bears. Get at me, Wits.
0: This is going to be a fun week because if you remember, Roz doesn't even, doesn't even know what the playoffs taste like, and neither do the Packers. Both will continue to be true for this year. Right now, I am a almost 10 point favorite, 122 to 112 in the fantasy football matchup. Waited till round 15, half my starting quarterback, Jameis Winston. So, Witz's Crab Shack will face off against Roz and Swag in what will be a devastating week one loss, not only for Roz, but for the Packers as well. Um, I saw the CBS Power Rankings, and I might have to hop off the bandwagon because Pete Prisco has ranked the Packers as the number one overall team in the NFL in what might be the most atrocious ranking of a team ever. I don't care if he thinks the Packers are going to be good, but to rank them number one overall after not even making the playoffs the past two years. um, Sweet,
1: sweet uh, victory.
0: Yeah. Already number one. Vegas getting married. Wow. I, think, I don't care if you're a Packers fan. I think there, there's got to be something wrong with this guy in these rankings because there's just no way you can wow. tell me
1: Wow. Number one, Wits. You're talking to the eventual number one fantasy team and the eventual Super Bowl champions. How does that feel before we start a week one picks?
0: Well, you know, once you make make the playoffs, then we'll talk. And then if you make it farther, we'll talk more. But... You, know, we get you have four, to talk to me every week, buddy. This is what we, get, we do here. we got four combined years of missed playoffs for the Packers and Roz. So, I mean, I don't even know if they know what it feels like anymore.
1: I'm going to make up my own saying because I'm going to botch whatever saying I was saying. Those who live in the past fail to move forward and become greater. I just made that up. <laughs> and that's what you are.
0: <laughs> yep. There we go. That's, uh, that's wise words of wisdom from Roz. But Roz... Um, we got to make our picks, NFL. This is where we do most of our damage. I have to say. Uh, wow, NFL. we're actually
1: on the same page for one of them, two of them. Wow, we're not even battling this week.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. We got to feel it out week one, but I'll, I'll start us off here. Um, week one, pick one of the year. This is going to be a tough game, but I do like the Rams minus two and a half on the road, traveling to Carolina. If you just saw, Jared Goff signed a monster extension with Los Angeles. And I think this Rams team, um, they might just get back to the Super Bowl this year because they are poised, they are ready to go. And as high as I am on the Panthers this year and Cam Newton, they stay healthy. I just like the Rams in this game. I think they're going to win it straight up. Todd Gurley, the arthritis is not going to set in yet. So I think he rumbles for 100 yards and Jared Goff. And Ooh, that John- might hurt you though. It, it might hurt you me. You know who you're against. Yeah, I'm against Todd Gurley. I know that. Enjoy. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think Sean McVay and Jared Goff, they, I think they're almost on a tier of their own when it comes to offensive scheming. Uh, so I like the Rams in this one, minus 2.5. And, and that's my first pick of the year. Feeling pretty good about it.
1: Nice. I'm going against a division rival here. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus 4 over the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, the Falcons are on the road. But this is the team. That's not getting a whole lot of love. And honestly, I think the Falcons could be one of the more dangerous teams in the NFL. Plus four seems pretty easy for me. Plus, because I think they're going to win this game. Julio's going to go off for about 180. I don't have to worry about him because he's not in our matchup. But Matt Ryan's got something to prove. This is a guy whose career's not over. Dash anywhere close to being over. I think this is a big statement game. Come out of the NFL season. Gates hot. Start 1-0. Give me Atlanta plus four.
0: All right, pick number two for me. I'm taking another division rivalry. Uh, New York Jets, minus three. Buffalo Bills are traveling to town. Uh, Josh Allen, I think poised for a pretty big year, but I'd have to say the same thing about Sam Darnold, and the addition of Le'Veon Bell is absolutely not going to hurt that offense. I don't think Bell puts up the stats that he did in Pittsburgh, but this Jets team, I think, is going to be a team to watch out for, possible dark horse to make the wild card. There's no way they win that division with the Patriots there. But the Jets are going to come to play on defense this week. I love that they're at home. So I like the three points here. Sam Darnold is going to throw for two touchdowns. They're going to win this game by a touchdown, which will be enough to cover the three-point spread. Take the Jets minus three at home week one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on it. I got the Jets minus three at home. It is week one. I'm loving Darnold with his new weapons. Even Jameis and Crowder out there for the Jets. I think it's going to be a different year for the Jets. Is it a playoff year? Probably not. But I think they're going to do better than the Bills. I think there's more weapons in New York than there are in Buffalo. Irony, both are in New York. Uh, I'm going Jets, minus three. We have another one together. The Ravens, minus seven, also on the road. This is against the Miami Dolphins. There is a hurricane coming. We have to see what the weather's going to be like. But at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson doesn't need to throw the ball to be successful. In fact, I'd rather him never throw the ball because I think they'll be more successful that way. I took the Ravens, minus seven. I think the Dolphins are going to be the worst team in the NFL this season.
0: Yeah, it's hard for me to take one of the biggest spreads on the board and one of the lowest total games, but the Dolphins right now don't even have two starting tackles on their roster, so I think this is going to be a train wreck of a game and a season for Miami here. I don't care who's under center, whether it be Fitzpatrick or Rosen, but they are going to be under duress from the first play of this game. And Lamar Jackson, I think another year under his belt. This team is going to put together a very solid effort and win this game 28-7. So I will take minus seven here from Baltimore, mainly because Miami is just a god-awful team, and they are doing everything in their power to get Tua as the number one overall pick next year.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And uh, if it's not Tua, it could be Justin Herbert if he turns this season around. For me... My next pick seems way too easy. I'm going Kansas City, minus four over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't care about the defense Jacksonville might have. I don't care about the hurricane coming in. The weapons, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid with a mustache, and putting LaShawn McCoy back with his old coach. Give it to me. Kansas City, minus four. Not a, not even a question. Although I'm only putting one unit, so maybe a question.
0: Okay. I got one unit across the board as well. So I'll finish off my last two picks before you go on to yours, Roz. Um, But I went to all favorites this week. So my last two picks, I'm taking the Lions minus two and a half on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. I think there's a lot of hype around the Cardinals this year for good reason with the number one overall draft pick. But I am feeling kind of spooky about the Lions and Matt Patricia this year. They were a disappointment to say the least last year. But I think Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay, on Johnson are going to be a pretty dynamic trio this year in the league. And I think they're a better football team right now than the Cardinals. And although the Cardinals are going to be exciting with Cliff Kingsbury, I think the Lions take this game by 10 points. Last pick of the night, I'm taking the Sunday night game. Steelers-Patriots give me New England minus 5.5. This is going to be a solid matchup, and I think the Steelers are going to be a lot better than people think this year. I think they're going to win the AFC North, but the Patriots... Opening night, Tom Brady is going to turn back the clock yet again, even though he's bottom 10 I've seen in some fantasy QB rankings. I like the Patriots minus 5.5 here. They're going to be too much for the Steelers to handle, and that defense in Pittsburgh is going to be a little bit weaker than they have in years past. So give me the Patriots minus 5.5. They're going to win by a score.
1: Sounds good to me. I'm doing something that might hurt me. I was going to initially take the Rams minus 2.5, but I thought – me and Wits agreed way too much this week on stuff. Not that we're disagree- disagreeing here, but I found the Raiders at even money. When I got my bet in today, they were even money. We don't have to argue about what spreads we we're seeing. I got them even money against the Broncos. Both not great teams, but I think there's more firepower, more ready to come out and shock the world from the Raiders than there is from the Broncos. Monday night, give me even money. Raiders, pick them. Let's go.
0: Wow. The first full slate of picks for the opening line, the first of many, will be coming at you live every single week with 10 picks apiece. Uh, this is going to be a fun season, Roz. We've got quite a slate lined up here, but it is almost Wits' bedtime. So with those 10 picks, I will bid everybody adieu. Except for late.
1: because because the watch is still open. Tell us when's Melvin and when is Ezekiel gonna play?
0: Oh man!
1: Weekly, weekly wits update. I need week- to know.
0: Hey, uh, Zeke week two, Melvin. Say it. He's out. Out. Holy- Whole year. Whole year. I,
1: I completely agree, and that is all the time we have here, folks, for the opening line. We completely appreciate your attendance. Again, feel free to bet with us, bet against us, get us hype. That's what we do here. We've got Roz and Swag, your boy Roz over here, taking on Witch's Crab Shack. I will bury him, and I am excited to talk about that next week on the episode, everybody. But that's all the time we had. Have a great week, a great weekend, and we'll catch you next week, everybody. Good night. Keep the line moving. Oh my, the boy.
2: What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto Things ain't outto, I know You're moving by the bolo, it's the way-o? When you're moving by the bolo, it's the play Break, break, break down Ooh. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto You forgot all I know You're moving by the bolo, it's your way-o? When you're moving by the bolo It. Feel the line with the groove in it. Shit, the buzz ain't losing it. I'm mean, the next thing I'm proving it. Talk about how I'm full of it. Bro, but I'll still be bullet rich. you wanna know how I'm doing this. Listen, man, I'm moving by the bolo. we are moving by the bolo. When you moving, when you're moving, by. we ain't gonna lose it. Watch how I move it. We ain't gon' lose it. Watch how I move, I move, I just can't help myself. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. Things ain't idle. I know. You're moving by the bolo, it's Joel. When you're moving by the bolo, oh, it's the play, oh. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. You forgot, oh, I know. You're moving by the bolo. Me by the polo. Get them all aboard, move that thing on the harder course And I'm back with the business, and a big boat on route to the promised land Get that involved, ooh, Dragon Ball Z when we stir it up, superpowers us I got you now, you feel the buzz, like are oh, you serious? Now you are so curious, I you experience, party on this old we yeah. hanging on my shoulder, cause you know we play. We're moving by the door, Oh, When he's moving, when moving fast. who you kidding, kidding tonight. You just gon' let it go. You just gon' let it go. Oh, oh, oh. We ain't gon' lose it Watch how I move eh? We ain't gon' lose it. Watch how I move I move. I just can't help myself. What's your motto? Oh? Everyone want that Lotto. Oh? Things ain't idle, I know you're moving by the bolo. Oh? That's your way oh? When you moving by the bolo, oh? that's the play oh? What's your motto? Oh? Everyone want that Lotto. Oh? You forgot all oh? I know you're moving. By the polo. When you're by the polo.